Blog Talk Radio. Blingy greetings. It's your Bling to National Diva, Miss Bling. And I'm keeping it blingy here in Huntsville, Alabama. It is 85 degrees today, and I promise you, I promise you, I have not opened my door. I did not go outside. Matter of fact, it felt like it was 50 degrees in here. So this is telling me something, because this is the second time this week that it's been really hot. And (laughs) I stayed in the house. I stayed in the house up undercover, and it's like over 75 degrees. So this is definitely telling me that I'm not going to have to use my air conditioner much this um, summer. I'm feeling good about that. I'm feeling real good about that. So, yeah, today I am blinging the airwaves. I'm going to have DJ Babe on the show and um, while we're waiting for him to come and bring the air- airwaves with us, I'm going to just talk about, you know, what's going on in Bling's world. We um, we have so many people who have came through the show. We have so many artists that's coming through. Um, I haven't said anything, but um, I'll be in Chicago in the next week. So I'm planning to do something special while I'm there, do a couple of exclusive interviews while I'm home. And I am um, excited about some of the other things that's happening as well. So I think DJ Baby's here now. Let's uh, put him on the line. Yo, yo. Hey. What's happening? Nothing much. How are you? Good, good. What's going on with you? <laughs> ah, I you know, I was just talking about the weather here in Alabama. It's uh it's eighty five degrees today. <laughs> and <laughs> it's it's been cold in my house. Where I had to turn my heater on this morning. I didn't realize it when I looked at the weather. I'm like, Why is it so cold in here? So I'm like, I know I'm going to be saying, if if it's like this, and this is like, I just moved here maybe like maybe four or five months ago in the um the townhouse that I'm in. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe this is saying I won't have to use my electricity bill that much <laughs> um, because it's cold in here and it's hot outside. I didn't get it, but okay, I'm not complaining about it. Thank you, Jesus. If it's, if it's insulated like that, then hey, I'm fine with it. What's the weather there in Detroit? Um, it's been raining off and on. Uh, it's probably about maybe forty, forty-five degrees. Um, it's kind of gloomy. It's definitely, you know, no, no sunshine. You know. Oh like man, that. it's all over here. I'm sending some over there. I'm sending some sunshine over there. It's actually burning my foot. Uh, <laughs> It's burning my foot, so I'm trying to move it. Every time I move my foot, the sun keep like moving with me. That's what it feel like. <laughs> well, what's going on in DJ Babe's world? Just you know, steady working. That's all I can do. You know, what I'm saying, uh, you know, from the you know on the DJ side, it's definitely still going. The mixtapes definitely still going, and I definitely got some new ideas and things I want to try out. You know, for this year. Then I started, uh, you know, another business, which is, uh, you know, it takes a lot of my time as well. So I okay. um, started up a uh, gourmet popcorn business. 
Okay. So, okay. Totally different than than playing some records. Oh yeah, but, uh, definitely. <laughs> but you know, I always I'd always said, you know, my thing was as you get older, um, you know, like, you know, I personally don't want to be in the clubs five nights a week as a fifty year old man. You know, and um so you have to, you know, create other avenues of what you're gonna do. So um, you know, I was always looking for what's next and all that stuff. So that's how the popcorn came about. So, you know, some people think okay. like, oh man, they see so much stuff going on with the popcorn that, you know, you're not into music anymore. And I'm like, nah, you know, still doing, you know, everything. So and and like I say, some new plans is actually coming back, so Okay. Okay. So I mean, we're gonna we're gonna kinda touch on everything. Um, I'm gonna start with the DJing because you know, that's what you are. That's 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 who you are, that's what you do. Um, and basically you are a DJ hailing from Detroit, correct? Yes. Okay. And uh, what station are you working with now? Um No not on um any station full time now. So uh okay. um there's actually a station in it's a small city right here, which is uh Muskegon, Michigan. And actually okay. I gotta hurry up and turn my mix in for that station. Um which I was supposed to do it yesterday, but I'm gonna do it today. <laughs> got it, got it. Get to so, it. Get to um, it. <laughs> so you know, I'm I'm doing mixes with that station. And it's funny, I actually had a phone call today. Um, there's a guy from here who bought a radio station in, in the Virgin Islands. He just bought it mm. last month. Um, okay. There's, 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 you know, and um, so the, the the thing is, though, the station was more that's like a talk radio uh, station, and they're switching it, okay. you know, to an, um, to an urban AC. So the guy actually called me today. And that's what we discussed about different ideas. And, um, you know, um, so we talked about, you know, me doing some mixes, you know, um, not to really put them out there like that, but he was like, you know, I spent all this money, so, you know, I can't really pay you. But, um, <laughs> okay. So, okay. So, uh, giving us a spiel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he's actually coming over to my house tonight because he actually wants okay. to sit down and, and, and talk about, you know, different ways of, because uh, he, he, he truthfully, in my opinion, doesn't, you know, know the full scope of what he's going to do. So Got it. he was just able to buy it. So, uh, okay. So, yeah, so I'm going to talk to him about that tonight. Um, I don't really know much about, you know, Virgin Islands. Um, you know, uh, I don't know. You know, it's hard for me to give him, really give him input. I don't know what, who's out there, what. But, um, so, yeah, so I'm going to work with him on that. Um, there's another guy that I, I, I kind of been chasing to get with, uh, to, to, to work out some stuff. And I talked to him on Instagram a couple of days ago. So that one I ain't really putting out because, I mean, truthfully it's not, it's, it's nowhere like a finished deal, you know. Um, but I did reach out and say, hey, you know, I would like to do this with you and this, this. So, and, uh, okay. you know, at least, you know, we like what's up, so. So all that's okay, still cool. going on. Um, I got a guy in uh, Hawaii actually. He's a uh, he was a distributor buying my mixtapes and putting them out, you know, out there. 
Uh, I forget which island he's on. But um, so kicking it with him, he was just telling me how the product had been selling real well, and not only does he want to distribute, he actually wants to, you know, kind of go in with me on some stuff too. So I got him out there in Hawaii. Uh, I, I hooked up with my man, uh, DJ Finesse from New York, um, also mixtape distribution just recently. So uh, I'm going to combine with him and kind of use his resources, use my resources, you know, help him with his stuff. He helped me with my stuff. So we're going to, you know, do that. So, you know, like all that's really like in the last week or so. Okay. Sound um, like you've been busy. Okay. And then um, I did want to um, ask you a little information about some of the places that you have um, DJ outside of um, Michigan. What are some of the other states? And I actually seen that you have done some things internationally too. So tell us about that. Yeah, I, I, I've done Chicago, Atlanta, Pittsburgh. Uh, I spent seven weeks in Las Vegas, so I had you know DJ out there a couple times. Uh, I did New York. Um, uh, where else around here? Let me think. Internationally, I did uh, Belgium, Germany, uh, um, um, a city called Nijmegen over in the Netherlands. Another truth okay. is, some some of the places, and it's probably bad. Some of the places I don't even know where I was at. Um, <laughs> you know. Um, wow. And I, and really. I got to look at, I like on Facebook, I got the flyer for like some of the stuff. So, so they were like, they you know, city you can't pronounce or something like that. So, um, because <laughs> I, I flew over to the Netherlands and we just went around and did, you know, a couple of dates over there. But Germany, I, I did a city called Aachen. We did a casino over there and it was, you know, that was like, that was dope, you know. Um, just, you know, yeah, okay. I had a couple of dates over there, it was good. Okay, okay, cool. So, what is the most thing that you enjoy about being a DJ? Well, for me, the um I don't I, I don't I don't consider myself the DJ that's known for breaking records. Now, I just say that. You know, I'm not here to break your record. A DJ's role, of course, is exposing new music to the public and all of that. But the greatest thing I like about being a DJ is just giving you the experience. Like, for me, you know, I can make or break your night. You know, somebody, you know, getting married, the wedding reception, that's something that you want to remember the rest of your life. You know, and I take pleasure in knowing at the end of the night, you went home happy. You know, like, you're like, oh, man, we had a blast at this reception, you know, whatever. You know, whether it's your 40th birthday party or something like that, those type of things you remember. And, and right. you know, and I like the fact that you went home like, man, I had I had, a, I had a good time tonight, you know, or something like, you know, and I knowing that I played a part. Or, you know, if it was just night, you know, you just had a stressful week at work, and, and on Friday, you know, you like, man, I'm going to get a drink. You know, when you come out to the club, you know, my thing is, at the end of the night, 2 o'clock, I used to always tell people, you know, you had a good night when at 2 o'clock, if a woman was walking out barefoot, she took her heels off, and she, like, shit my feet, you know, <laughs> so, uh, you know, so, you know, 
or they sweating, you know, and all that stuff. You know, it's like 2 o'clock in the morning that they look just like they did at 9, and you can still smell dudes cologne, you know, wasn't really a party. You know, so that's what I like about DJing is giving you the experience, knowing that, you know, I had a chance to impact, you know, what could have been, you know, a special occasion for you. Got it. Got it. That's what it, and really that's what it's all about, making sure that you're able to keep the party afloat. You are the, you are the, the pilot of the night. <laughs> so you yeah. have to keep them entertained. Um, what are some of the music? I mean, do you play all genres or um, is it just a, a few particular genres that you stick with when you're in the club um, DJing? No, um, you know, definitely, like I say, the, the, you know, when you start to play in, in, in other cities and, you know, international or whatever, then you definitely need to play open format. So you want to play everything. Right. You know, in, in Vegas, you know, when you're in a casino, you never know who walks in. You know, it could be black, white, Asian, young, old, whoever. So you better be prepared to play everything. You know, you might have to play some rock music. You might have to you know, throw on some reggae or whoever, some old school. You just never know how the crowd is going. So right. you have to prepare for all of that. So, so, um, and I like to play like that. Truth be told, um, you know, I've said sometimes that I hate rap, you know, and, and, and um, you know, there's new rap, definitely. <laughs> but people are like, oh, oh my God, don't get, you know. Ooh, don't get me started. Mm, that's a whole show on its own. I think so. After Soldier Boy, I just blocked. I just blacked out. I just yeah. I mean, just <sighs> you know. And so, so for me, when I do my parties, and this is this is whether you know it's all urban crowd or whoever, you're only going to get a set where I play slow tempo, sixty, seventy beats per minute, whatever. I'm going to give you some mm-hmm. of that. Even though a lot of the popular rap artists make music in that in that range, like I'm not playing it. Um, I, it, it was a time when I was a fan of, of, of the stuff that DJ Mustard was putting out when it was all the tempo. I'm a little wore out on Mustard's sound right now. But mm. there's so much music that you can play, um, you know, at a faster tempo, you know, to keep it going. And, you know, I'll try to take the crowd, you know, even past 100 beats per minute, try to take them to 120, 130 or so. And and that's one thing, you know, when you get to play an open format party, I mean, you know, when you play a mixed crowd, I mean, they, like, you know, sometimes they just come to party, you know what I'm saying? Like, they like to get wild and do the glow sticks and jump on tables and, you know, all that wild stuff, uh, and, you know, so I kind of would, I, I prefer to play that range than to play, uh, you know, a, a rap crowd all night. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. And, and then um, also I wanted to say I see that you have over 100 mixtapes and mixed DVDs. Um, also, along with that, being the owner of mixtapedjs.net and I'm so familiar with that site, but I didn't know that you owned it. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, yeah, I got into the mixtapes in 96, you know, actually when it was the set tapes. And, um, you know, of course, at that time, I didn't really have the resources to put them outside of Detroit. 
And you okay. know, and I and I, I, I you know really did well here. In around uh, ninety, yeah, so ninety eight, nineteen ninety eight, I put out my first uh, product on CD. See, back then, um, I got popular, you know, putting out what we call Detroit Booty Music. Um, I don't know if you're familiar okay. with that. Detroit um, Booty? You know, the Detroit Booty Music. Oh, okay, like, okay. You know, the Booty Music, um, um, like Baltimore Club, you know, definitely the I'm from Chicago. Uh, yeah. Right. You know, yeah, know. a lot of Chicago records, you play all the tracks records, you know, you know, all of that, uh, all the DJ's Dion records, all that, you know, uh, who gotcha. you get, all of them. So I put out a CD in 98, it was called the 45 Speed Show, because I did actually make some 45 Speed. And I put that out okay. on CD. So, so back in 98, you know, definitely put a, a mixtape out on CD in Detroit, it was like, you know, oh man, this dude was big. You know, <laughs> got so, it. Um, and, I, and it did real well. So I came out with another one in, in the year two thousand, and um, and it was another of the booty music. And I came out with one. And actually, it was a guy from Chicago, DJ Swuggo. He put out a, a you know a dance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Every time I hear his name. <laughs> I hear you every every time I hear Sluggo name. I, I do that. I, that's my boy. That, he fam. Yeah, he family. Sluggo had the God yeah. track. Yeah, and and um the God Silver track. The crazy part, he didn't know how big it was in Detroit, and it was a huge okay. record in Detroit. And okay, so there was a guy in Detroit locally who uh who repressed the record and put it out here. So uh, at the time, I mean, this record is getting radio rotation. It's like getting played on on both urban stations, everything, like all day. So the thing was, uh, I'm like, well, the consumer can't buy it. They're not going to buy a 12-inch, you know. So um, I went to the guy who repressed it, and I and I wanted to go, you know, collaboration and put out a mixtape with it. And he was kind of slow foot and kind of playing me off. So I put it out myself. So I put out uh, a mixtape called, uh, I called it was Godzilla. I took um, an image of Godzilla that was from the movie, and I put it out okay. for thousands, thousands of that mixtape, uh, which is still today wow. my biggest seller. Um, okay. I mean, I paid the bills in the house. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. Um, that's and, what's and, um, up. And I actually did link up with Sluggo and, uh, you know, kind of wanted to work it out with him because it was his record. But I, I mean, I sold that like crack. And, um, you know, so, so I, at the time, too, um, I got back into putting out hip hop mistakes. Um, right after Eminem came out with the movie Eight Mile. At okay. the time, you know, I was working with Obi Trice. And me and Obi were supposed to come out with a CD called Seven Mile, which is a playoff of Eight Mile. And okay. um, it was supposed to be an all Obi Trice mixtape, you know. And, you know, this is, you know, he's signed shady at this point. Well, the problem was uh, Obi was moving a little slow, getting me the music. So I went ahead around the city and just got a bunch of other Detroit artists. And I came out with this Seven Mile mixtape. So I was trying to rush to put it out by the Eight Mile hype was there. And um, it did okay. pretty good. Actually, 
had a TV commercial that ran for it. Which again, everybody okay. was like, "Man, you gonna get, you gonna go to jail." <laughs> oh wow! I mean, we ran it oh, on wow. like you know the the local cable channels and all of that, but we ran you know put together a commercial for it. And uh, and, okay. and again, Seven Mile did well, and I ended up putting out nine different versions of Seven Mile mixtapes. And um and it did good because what I would do is I would take um whatever song was hot at that moment nationally and we would go in the studio and like cut a verse out and I would put a, a local artist on it. And then I would take the okay. record and we'd play it on the radio. And it became like, you know, some of those records became like like favorites. You know, we did Ludacris, you know, the movie, you know what I'm saying, and we took out uh our twenties verse. You know, and I put, you know, my, this guy, Il Uno, on him. And that record, that was the one the radio station was playing. It was playing my version. You know, Got my it. thing That's was, my thing was, my thing, you know, if you if you like this version with Il on it, oh, here's what you can get. <laughs> oh, right. You know what I'm saying? So it did oh, well. I mean, so I was really doing real good. And... And um, I started, you know, meeting more and more people, and I started dealing with the uh, the, the websites, you know, all over. Um, first, I was dealing with opposition. A couple guys wouldn't put my, my CDs on. So, you know, I talked to one guy, and he's like, too young. So, I'm like, yeah, bet. So I did mixtape DJ because certain websites wouldn't put me on. I'm like, well, if you won't put me on, I should do my own website. That's what I'm always on. So when right. I did that, it started getting attention of other DJs. who were like, yeah, man, you know, carry my CD, this and that. And I think, well, oh, I carry your CD, but I need you to get my CD on the website that you're on. We did all that. Got it. All the system. And in due time, okay. you know, I was all over. So okay. It was cool. <laughs> cool. Cool. And um and, and, and now we're gonna get to <clears throat> you talking about I believe I saw it's Motor City Popcorn. Yes, that is the popcorn. Okay. Let let's talk about that. Motor well, City like Popcorn. I, say, I, I I you know, once I turned forty, a plan was definitely come up with, you know, something uh that was gonna carry me, you know, into the future. But again, I don't want to, you know, by the time I get, like, old and gray hair and all that type of stuff, you know, I don't want to be in a club coming home 2, 3 in the morning. You know, right. I want to be a prayer. <laughs> so okay. I'm like, all right, what, what can I do, you know, to, to get money, you know, forever? What can I do that, that I can have my, my kids and my grandkids involved in all this? So... You know, I had always been in the restaurant, but I knew it was a lot, you know, more complicated you know, than, than what it was. So, um, honestly, I was in Chicago on a DJ trip. And uh, we had free time out there walking downtown with a friend. And we came across this line of people stretched down the street. Garrett. And we like, <laughs> what's going on? And they like, Garrett's popcorn. Yep. And we like, oh, yeah. So I had absolutely nothing to do. So we stood in line, and it took us half an hour to get inside. So now mm-hmm. the brain is gone. You know, the brain is, it ain't about the popcorn no more. It's about 
man, popcorn shouldn't cost as much. And I'm paying seven dollars a bag, this, 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 and I'm just like, you know, adding up. And I just got obsessed with it. And I came back to Detroit and I told everybody the story about me. And it lasts 30 minutes to get popcorn and this and that. And everybody was like, oh, you look good. Oh, you look good. I'm like, oh, you good. It's pretty popular. <laughs> very, very so, popular. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I said. Why don't we bring Garrett Style here? So this is, I did link with a guy in Chicago, um, my guy, uh, Jamal Shabazz. He's working with a company no. called Joya Corn. Yeah, I know him very well. Ah, yeah. Initially, Jamal, we talked about, you know, going to enjoy your corn in Detroit. And um, okay. we talked for a while. But the more we talked, I said, you know, I need something here. Just, you know, because I understand he didn't want to give all of the recipes and this and that. He wanted to ship it in. And I was like, hmm, nah. <laughs> And uh, okay. plus when I, you know, I um, and actually what I did was I took some business classes just so I could be refreshed because I hadn't Got been in college since the 90s. So I took okay. some business classes and um, kind of really just get back on where, you know, where I'm at, share my idea with a couple of advisors. And mostly popcorn was two years in the making before I really took a, you know, really got into it. Okay. Before I really spent money on equipment. And when I started doing it, it blew up faster than I could handle it. You know. Wow. And within within six months of really being started, I got a contract with the convention center downtown. Wow. And we opened up. We opened up right before uh, the auto show. The auto show had over eight hundred thousand people in attendance. Yes. And and uh, it's over nine days, and we grossed. Now I have to say gross because I didn't take home. But we grossed twenty two thousand dollars in nine days. Wow. So uh That's amazing. This is all this this is like everything happened fast. <laughs> so um Yeah. So I you know, I had the contract for a year at the convention center, uh did all types of events there. Over time it kinda, you know, truthfully I don't think it worked for either either party. So we, we ended it actually January of this year. But now the focus is we're putting the product in stores. So actually, I just got my barcodes today uh, for the product, um, my labeling, my nutrition facts, and all of that stuff. Um, I'll have that by Friday. And the, I've already sat down with uh, Kroger and the Titan and a couple other national um, uh, supermarket chains. Um, I had a chance to speak to the Walmart. Um, I didn't okay. do it. Only because when I spoke with a lot of the other uh, supermarket chains, they wanted large quantities. And um, I knew that Walmart would want the same. I said, you know what? I got to be in position, I mean, to produce thousands of bags. And I said, well, you know what? Don't even go to Walmart yet, you know. So, like Kroger, at least, um, I had a connection to come in smaller. I would have to come in through a distributor as opposed to coming in Direct. If I come in direct, I gotta be able to supply like tons of product. If I come through a distributor, then he can only put me in one store at a time or something like that. I can build. So I got that. Okay. And um, so the product now shifting from you know doing storefront idea 
to uh, putting the product in grocery stores and such. And initially, you know, the plan was to put it in, you know, like area gas stations and party and liquor stores and things like that. And I would sell it, uh, you know, my, my price point was $2. But the more I got into it, the more I got into the, the bag size and all of that, I said, I need to charge 350 And I knew that 350 in a gas station probably wouldn't work too much. So that's when I switched the focus to, you know, grocery stores and such. And I've got two stores in the uh, Detroit airport that's waiting on the product as well. So I'm going to carry it there okay. as well. So same well, thing with that know. once I did the distribution. Hmm? Go ahead. Well, I was going to say once I did the distribution uh, idea, same thing, it, it, it just blew up real fast. I mean, I mean, it, people came, like, you know, we'll take it. <laughs> so now it's a matter of me actually getting my package together and supplying it. Okay. Well, go ahead and give them your information because we got like less than a minute <laughs> uh, before the oh, show okay. is over. Right in my mouth. <laughs> That's me, DJ Babe. That's DJ B A B E Music at Gmail dot com. DJ Babe Music at Gmail dot com. Or you can just go to the website DJ Babe dot com. You can see my EPK. You can read up on the bio. You can hear uh, mix samples, everything on there. Uh, or you can go to mixtapedjs.net and you can catch the DVDs and CDs as well. Okay, okay. Well, thank you so much for calling in today. And when I come to Detroit again, because it's been a while, but when I do come to Detroit, I am going to hit you up for some of that popcorn, okay? <laughs> come on, soon. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, talk to you later. Bye-bye. All right, everybody, that was DJ Babe calling from Detroit, Michigan. That's our time. Tomorrow, same time, same place, same voice, same face. You already know it's your confident diva, Miss Bling, and I will be back tomorrow.